Welcome to a bonus episode of the Encourage Podcast, a place where we talk about life's joys and struggles so you can feel less alone and be empowered by the hope Jesus gives. We love sharing books and resources with you. And today, Encourage Community Manager Becky Keefe sits down with one of our favorite authors. Listen now to their conversation and learn more about a book we love. Mary Carver, hello, my friend. Hey, Becky, how are you doing? I'm, I am good. I am in a quiet house, which is a rare a gift from the Lord. Um, <laughs> and so I am having a good morning. How about you? Pretty good. Pretty good. My house is quiet, but it's deceptive because my girls are upstairs. Um, okay. So it, it will explode into noise at any point, hopefully not while we're recording. <laughs> And if it does, may it be as it is. That's life. That is life. That is life. And we are here today to talk about some real life. Friends, um, if you've been around Encourage for any amount of time, I hope you already know the fabulous Mary Carver, who is one of our longtime contributors, um, author, speaker, podcast host extraordinaire, mom of two amazing girls upstairs, um, (laughs) and author of the brand new book, Prayers from the Parking Lot, 50 Short Reflections for Moms on the Go. Um, (laughs) Congratulations. And we're going to chat about this um, sweet new little book. So just give us a snapshot of, of what is it and who is it for, Prayers from the Parking Lot. Okay. So when Becky said it's a little book, she's not, uh, she's being completely honest and like perfectly descriptive because look at that. Like here are my hands, my big, big hands. It's a, it's a tiny little book. It's not very thick. And so when it says 50 short reflections for moms on the go, we're not kidding. We're not exaggerating. Uh, this is a book for sticking in your purse or your diaper bag or, if you're like, you have one of those cool, like backpack strappy, those like cross things. body, like, yeah, like, like yeah. a fancy fanny pack. I want one of those. Yeah, me too. I feel like it's like a soccer mom thing, or I, I don't know. My kids don't play soccer, so I don't have one, but I feel, I, like, I feel like it's like, it's like a chic, like traveling mm-hmm. mom on the go thing. Yes. Yes. This little book will fit inside and, or in the, like at the console of your car or, um, that pocket in the, in the seat of your minivan. Mm-hmm. It will fit in so many places because that's what it's made for. It's made to help you connect with God and take a deep breath. I mean, maybe not in that order, maybe take a deep breath and then connect with God wherever you are, whenever you need him, because most of us as moms, like we are going nonstop and we are spending a lot of time in our cars And a lot of that time parked in a parking lot, waiting on somebody, Mm -hmm. or maybe we're parked in a parking lot because we're hiding from somebody. (laughs) Also very real and something I've experienced both of those scenarios. Yes. 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 And so this book is to guide you to a little moment of connection with the Lord and hopefully some peace and rest and refreshment, Mm. which what mom doesn't need that. Right. Okay. So you just said something that you said a little moment of connection. And I want you to talk more about that because I don't know about you, but 
oftentimes when I think about my relationship with the Lord and what I think the ideal is, it is the quintessential hour long quiet time, right? (laughs) Like wake up early and slowly open my Bible and pray Mm -hmm. and journal. Okay. And I'm not saying that like in a condescending way, like that is a beautiful experience. Like absolutely, I, it is a gift when that happens, but for a lot of us, especially as busy moms, but if you happen to be listening and you're not a mom and you are a busy working woman or, um, you know, a caretaker of elderly parents or whatever your season of life is, we all know that it's not always our daily reality to have that slow time. Um, And I know that in a season of my life, I felt like it was all or nothing. Mm -hmm. Like either I, I, I had the hour quiet time or it was just a wash. So talk about how you learn to embrace and maximize small moments throughout your busy days to connect with God. Okay. Well, a couple of things. I, if you saw my eyes moving over to the sides, cause I was pulling up on my phone. I wanted to tell you guys exactly how far behind I am. So at, in January, well, first of all, I started the year with COVID. So fun times, yeah. uh, in, in whatever mindset I was in, I decided, you know what, I'm going to read the Bible in a year. This is the year I've never done it. I'm going to read it straight through. I heard about this plan that a lot of uh, people were talking about. I could get it on my phone. And I am today, as we are recording this, 158 days behind. You know, why does it tell me that? Like, why? why? How many days have you have you done? That's what we want to know. We want to know the See? progress. Right. I have done 48 days. Okay. Um, I am one, I have 158 missed days. It tells me that. And mm-hmm. so I'll be honest, I actually had quit doing it for quite a while and have only recently picked it back up because I two tend to be all or nothing in all the areas. And so it does feel like if I'm not, if I'm not intentional with my thoughts and my, how I talk to myself, Mm -hmm. um, it does feel like if I'm not setting aside 30 to 60 minutes of uninterrupted quiet time, where I'm reading a good chunk of scripture and praying for all those things I said I would pray for, and then listening to God and actually hearing from him, you know, and journaling and doing all the, like the pretty pens with the colors and the, have I illustrated my Bible and it just gets out of control. And so I do nothing Mm -hmm. and that's not good. And I think, you know, okay. So my book is written for moms and I don't have, my kids are eight and 14. So they have not left home yet, Mm -hmm. but I think of my own mom and other mom friends I have who have older kids and how they just want any time with their, their big kids, mm-hmm. any little bit of time. And we know, we know if we think about it, that's how God feels. Yeah. But also, um, yes, he wants to spend any amount of time with him that we can give him that we will give him, but also like, he is so gracious and so kind that he will meet us wherever we are. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be real honest. Sometimes I am praying in the bathroom, doing bathroom things because sometimes, and not even all the time, sometimes (laughs) that's like, that's our quiet time, right? Those are the the minutes we have 
where nobody is touching us and talking to us and asking us for another snack. And he meets us there and that's okay. It's maybe not ideal, but it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think not only does God desire to spend any and all time with us, um, where we turn our hearts and minds to him, but also it reminds me that truly like, because we have the Holy spirit in us and Jesus always with us, like there's nothing more holy about, you know, a comfy chair with a candle and a cup of tea than a messy minivan in a parking lot. Like exactly. God is equally accessible in both of those places and readily available to us. And so what I love about prayers from the parking lot, Mary, is that you help us to reframe the way we see those margin minutes in our lives. Because I know that oftentimes like my default, if I am waiting in the parking lot, um, for, my kids to get out of baseball or soccer or school or, you know, X, Y, Z. If I mm-hmm. just have pulled into Costco and I just need a minute before I face the list and the crowds, like, yeah, yeah. mostly I will scroll my phone mindlessly. Yeah. Which really does nothing for me. <laughs> like it doesn't help yeah. me feel more calm, more peaceful, more rested. It doesn't give me wisdom, yeah. but What if I, what if we instead turned those few minutes into time to connect with God and prayers from the parking lot helps us do that. Um, so I love that. And you share lots of your own personal stories. It's you. I love the way you write Mary in such a way that you're giving part of yourself, but you're also like the door is wide open for whatever mom comes to her own story with this book. Like she'll be able to find herself in these pages, but um, have you ever had, like, can you think of like a, a, a parking lot kind of moment where God really met you in that small moment of time? Oh gosh. I can think of so, so many times. I mean, we find ourselves in the car and in the, in parking lots all day long. Right. Yeah. But I don't think I'm alone in saying that mornings are sometimes a special, form of hard, Mm. you know, like, um, and I think about, (laughs) I don't know why I just laughed. It's not funny at all. (laughs) I guess because it still makes me uncomfortable. Nervous laughter. We get it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think about some of the mornings I had with my daughter when she had a broken leg. Oh, I remember that season. Yeah. It was a really tough season. And, um, her teacher and the school nurse were really, really, they went above and beyond in supporting our family, uh, because it was a bad break. And so like going to school, physically going to school was difficult. And so there were mornings where when I pulled out of the school drive, um, I had left a sobbing child mm. and I also was sobbing, um, and I work from home, so I could just go home and get myself together. But there's something about just sitting in a parking lot where nobody can see you, or I'm hopeful that nobody can see me, <laughs> and just dealing with what I need to deal with and then letting God deal with me and comfort me, taking that deep breath 
And so, I, I mean, I did that many, many mornings. It's like a four minute drive from her school to my house, to mm-hmm. our house. But I would stop at a parking lot, not the school parking lot. Cause I didn't want any of the other parents to see me after what had just gone down. Um, but like the grocery store parking lot mm-hmm. or the strip mall parking lot that's on the way back home. And I, I just needed that time. Mm-hmm. God met me there mm-hmm. and reminded me that I was not a terrible mom. Yeah. And that this hard thing would not last forever. And yeah. that he was with me every step, every crawl, every <laughs> roll of the wheelchair <laughs> of the way. So yeah. yeah, that, that was life and heart saving in that mm-hmm. season. Yeah. And I think that that's like the beauty of who God is, is that he is like, I've already said, but he is available in those hard moments and he wants to meet us. He doesn't, you know, whenever we're tempted to believe the lie and it is a lie that I'm alone, no one understands Mm -hmm. what I'm going through is too hard or too embarrassing or too shameful to confess to someone that God already sees it all. And in, in the good and the hard and the ugly of parenting, like he wants to be that intimate companion, um, on our journey. And, um, I think this, this is a great tool to, to help us with that. Um, yeah, I think so many times what we, you know, we think all those things and we, we have all those feelings, but what we come down to is I can't do this. Right even though it's a, it's a silly thought because it doesn't matter if we think we can't do it. Like we're moms, we still got to do it. We got to do it whether we can or can't, but we think I can't do this. I can't do this another day. I can't do this another minute. Mm -hmm. And God is right there to say, yes, you can. Mm -hmm. And not because of us, not because he's going to uh, turn us into superheroes, but because he is with us. Yeah. And he will give us the strength that we need or the patience we need or the wisdom that we are desperate for to make it one more minute. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I need to remember that. And I'm sure our friends listening do too. Okay. One last question that I love asking, um, all of my author friends is what is something that you learned about yourself or about the Lord through writing this book? Oh gosh. Well, here's what I will tell you. Uh, so I wrote this book last year. I mean, that's how publishing works. You write the right. book and then seven years later it comes out. <laughs> that's how it feels. <laughs> uh, so I wrote it last year. And when I set out to write it, a lot of the topics I came up with because each devotion is by topic. Yeah. Um, which is also a side note, which is also great because you could read it like page one to the end, or you guys can just look in the table of contents and pick out like a moment that, that, that makes sense to you. Like when you need a friend, when worry is your first reaction, when you need to pick your battles, when your kid gets hurt, when you're thankful for teachers, like, I love that that's the way the, the chapter reflections are titled. So it's super easy to find what you need. Yes. Hop around. This book will never, ever tell you that you are 158 days behind. Yes. (laughs) No shame in this book. 
No, not at all. So when I sat down to figure out, okay, what topics am I going to write about? What topics matter most to moms? I did think about the things that I have struggled with that came to mind easily. And then I, um, I did some research and pulled some moms by that. I mean, I asked on Facebook, (laughs) what do you struggle with most? And then I moved forward from that and I wrote the book and I tried to share, you know, my own story or perspective, but also, like you said, make it, um, make it make sense for anybody who's reading it because my story is not your story, but at the same time, we do share a lot of commonalities just as moms. Okay. All that to say this year, now it's time to start um, sharing the book with people. And so I'm going back through the manuscript and I'm looking at different quotes that I, that I wrote. I don't even remember writing them, but I wrote them and the different prayers. And I have been, I don't even know why I'm surprised. Cause I know God does this, but I have been blown away by how much I personally right now today need these prayers that I wrote last year for you. Hmm. And so I'm just, I wouldn't say that God's teaching me something new as much as he's reminding me Mm -hmm. that he sees the full picture and he is going to provide exactly what I need, exactly what you need in the moment we need it. And I, it's, it's, it's been weird. It's been so weird to like, like, Hey guys, here's this prayer that I wrote that last year, um, it meant something to me because the words are meaningful, of course, but now it's almost like I'm, I'm walking around with this book with not enough clothes on, (laughs) like, oh, now this means something more and it's more personal, but in that way, I've given myself a tool that I can Mm -hmm. pray these words to God and know that he is listening and know that he is here and know that he is not going to leave me alone. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Well, I recommend that we all go out and buy prayers from the parking lot for yourself, for a friend. I mean, imagine if we all showed up for you, a little one for a friend, a little one for another friend, right? Look at that. Imagine if we all like had an extra copy of this in our cars. Mm. And when we see that mom who is walking away from school or the baseball field or dance class, like with tears behind her eyes, like we just we don't even say anything. We just like, this is for you. Not in a creepy way. That was kind of creepy voice, but in a very, like, you're not alone kind of way. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to get my copy. Um, and you should be too. And, um, it's available Amazon, wherever books are sold. Yep. And, um, this past week, uh, we had uh, a special article from Mary Carver on the website, sharing more about, um, prayers from the parking lot. So we'll put that link, um, in the show notes or here on Facebook, wherever you're catching this video. Um, so be sure to go and read that. And Mary, tell us how else can our friends connect with you? Oh, sure. Well, you can find me at Mary Carver on all the social media and my website is marycarver.com or, um, yeah, that's it. That's, that's where you can find me. Those are the places. And of course, if you want to get even more of Mary's writing, I recommend that you come over to encourage.me slash blog. And did you guys know that you can look up um, articles by each one of our encourage writers? So just click the little author drop down menu and find Mary and you will be 
more than encouraged by her honesty and her humor and the way that she reminds herself of who God is and reminds us along with her. So Mary, I love you, my friend. And, um, thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me. This has been fun. The Encourage podcast is narrated by Grace P. Cho and brought to you by Dayspring, makers of your favorite cards, books, and gifts. Visit them today at dayspring.com.